Yo, what's good with you? We are back for another episode of What's Good With You, and I have two very special guests that I'm so excited to have, and I want to make sure that I pronounce your name right, but is it Evans Anyanwu? Perfect. Good job. And Ali Gates, and they are the creators of this brand new mental health app called You Good. And I'm so excited to have them here. How are you guys doing? Great, great. Thank you so much for having us, Nate. We really appreciate it. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, so I found you guys through Twitter, actually. And my friend sent me um, a tweet about your guys' app. And I was like, dang, that's cool. Like, I got I to gotta check them out on Instagram. So I, I DM'd Evans. And, you know, tried to set up something and he responded. I was surprised. I was like, oh, man. So I've been really excited about this and I'm just so happy to have you guys here. Um, Why don't you guys tell us how you came up with the idea for the app? Sure. I I leave it. I leave it all on Evans. Evans is really (laughs) good. You know, so Evans, you can kick it off. Not a problem. Not a problem. But, uh, you know, it was amazing getting that. Um. Um, DM from you because I saw your show, you know, what's really good with you was mental health that I saw the, the synergy. I'm like, oh, we definitely got to do something and get together. And, uh, the you know, the story of the You Good app is, you know, it's one of those stories where something is invented because of a need. And oftentimes when that happens, we don't even know that we really need it. So a few months ago, my friend Ali, well, I did not hear from him. I was you know, wondering, you know, sent him uh, a few texts. He didn't respond. And then I finally called and got a hold of him. And I said, you know, I said what we all often say when we talk to a friend, especially us in the culture. I said, yo, Ali, you good? Yeah, he said uh, he was okay. He was a little off. He was going through something that time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talked for a while. And after we talked and, you know, resolved certain things that uh, he was dealing with, I said, Ali, you know, I always had an idea about an app where people can kind of go through what we just went through, you know, talk things out, you know, just check in on each other, you know, in in a way that's normalized. Mm -hmm. And at first he didn't really think, you know, it was a big idea. But then luckily at the time, um, Ali was doing a lot of coding and tech related thing for the government and some mental, well, some science-based organizations. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know what, Evans, I think if we put this idea in the context of mental health, it would really be good. You know, right. he talked about what we were going through with, with um, the pandemic and everybody sheltering in place. Mm-hmm. And from there, the You Good app uh, was born, right, Ali? Absolutely. Yeah. That's really how I got, how I got started. Um, you know, I, I'm one of those guys where I get pissed a lot by ideas. And although Evans did not truly piss me on the idea, he just mentioned it. And I'm like, uh, I don't see the need. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really factor in the mental health component. And so when I started thinking about that, mm-hmm. a quick 15-minute conversation that we normally have ended up being a four-hour conversation, which took place on a wow. Friday <laughs> from like 6.30, because you was just leaving the office, <clears throat> and to about maybe like almost 11 o'clock. And then from there... I said, Evans, how late are you going to be up tonight? He's like, oh, I'm always up late. I said, okay. And he's always up late. <laughs> and um, 
I started just, you know, putting together some wires and some frameworks. And I sent it over to, over to him maybe around like 2 a.m. He's like picking it apart. And I was impressed with that because, you know, I thought this was completed in a sense. And most times you send it over to people and they're like, oh, this looks great. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. this makes sense. He's like, nah, man, the app is too complicated. And I'm like, oh, okay. And so we just went through a brutal iterative process. Um, you know, the entire team and, you know, and we sort of landed where we are today. Okay. Um, so you guys are in like completely separate fields from mental health. Like you're in tech and he's a lawyer. So like, how did you guys, how do you guys even know each other? Like, how did you guys meet? <laughs> I back, back on you. <laughs> <laughs> a good question. Because I'm a lawyer and I actually work for the city of Newark. I, I do work in economic development. And, uh, you know, one day, you know, Ali came in because uh, he wanted to do some some work for the city. And um, he, he's all I mean, in addition to tech, he's just always innovating and doing a lot of things uh, for, you know, for community projects and, you know, development type uh, matters. And we hit it off immediately. You know, like he was funny, like, you know, we had similar yeah. backgrounds. He had a he had a daughter and I had a daughter. And, mm-hmm. you know, so we just kind of, you know, instantly became friends and just, and he, at that time, he was living in Newark, uh, oh, not okay. too far from uh, City Hall, where I worked at the time. And, uh, it, you know, a, a friendship uh, flourished from there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we actually, you know, the, the, the mayor of Newark, uh, Ross Baraka, um, a phenomenal mayor and, and gentleman, and he's actually, he's the one to introduce us. Um, and, um, you know, we have a, a you know, good relationship and you know and he's like you gotta meet you know Evans and um emailed Evans right away and a couple of days later he, he and I got together and then from there again we didn't talk about any business at all we started out talking about business maybe for like five minutes and after that we just we just hit it off mm-hmm. and you know Evans is a guy with was interesting with him and I know this interview is not about Evans at all but you know you must acknowledge kind of like why we're here right. <clears throat> and it's really the fact that those who have this, um, who plays a really big part in your life where, you know, you have friends or family or loved ones who actually really check in on you, right? right. Um, and they don't want anything. And oftentimes I feel like if I'm checking in on someone, you know, if it's a friend, it's like, you know, what's the agenda behind it? Or, you mm-hmm. know, what's the purpose? What's the meaning behind it? Evan's just like, he checks in on me ever since that day we first met. You good? And, you know, you all right? What's mm-hmm. going on? come over to the house and I'm like, man, I, like I love this guy. And mm-hmm. so from there, you know, it was very easy, you know, to create this project and even just to be engaged. You know, you hear the chemistry, the way we laughed right. you know, prior yeah. to us yeah. you know, going live. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we're both busy. So he respects my time. I respect his. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we just have a chemistry where <clears throat> we're not, you know, in a sense close anymore. Like we don't have the intimacy where we're, you know, you know, brainstorming and, you know, in the same room together, mm-hmm. you know, I live in, in the DMV, he still lives in Jersey, but <clears throat> that chemistry is so important amongst the entire team. And that's really our output of how we execute. Okay. Um, I want to ask you, like, as black men, do you feel like it's difficult or it's like a stigma to ask your friend about their mental health, like as black men? Cause I know like with women, we are always like, girl, how you doing? And you know, did you go to therapy this week? You know, we talk about that stuff all the time. So for black men, do you feel like it's awkward to ask that or 
What, what would you say? I think a lot of it is cultural engineering for black men. Um, mm. We're raised to you know really be strong. We're like products of, of, a, of a time when, you know, people separated us, whether it was slavery or by, you know, socioeconomic engineering, to, just so that the absence of the black man weakens the, 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 the fiber of the black community. Mm-hmm. So that engineering that, and that separation has made us so that we always feel that we have to be strong. We have to protect our community. We have to protect, protect our family. Mm-hmm. And as such, and as such, that that vulnerability is tough to um, to kind of communicate yeah. you know, between you know a black man. So that's sort of just you know a product of just how uh, we've been kind of reared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and to piggyback on what Evans was saying is is that absolutely, I, I totally agree. Um, I had no sort of like understanding what mental health meant, right? Because it's been selfish of me over the years to not really invest a lot in my mental health. I invest a lot into sort of like my learning, right? Mm-hmm. And the skills that I want to acquire and the knowledge base and the domain base and things of that nature. But, you know, when working closely with, you know, the federal government and, and, and organizations, that's when it became very clear to me, like what I was actually building, right? And some of the needs of people of color and minorities. And then when Evans mentioned, you know, this this idea where this should be a tool to check in, it just all started clicking. Right. Um, and, you know, and, and you can't, <clears throat> no matter what data you look at, you know, the data is very obvious, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, the disparities there amongst, you know, blacks and minorities. And so, you know, we were objective and we wanted to do something. And, you know, I like to call it for me, you know, standing on the front line and saying, like, hey, here's how we can provide some value. This right. is our skill, right? We can't, you know, we can't write laws. We can't, you know, change the way corporate policies are, are put together. We can't change regulations, but, you know, we can build something that can be used for the people. And that's what we did. Right. Yeah. And I, I was in my first meeting with Evans, I was telling him about how unique the app is because, like, people with depression have a hard time actually verbalizing that they need help or that they want somebody to talk to them. They're, they're always expecting like somebody to come up to them because they don't want to be a burden. I hear that all the time from my clients. Like, oh, no, I don't want to tell anybody. I don't want to be a burden. Like, I don't want them to look at me differently. So with this app, I like it because I've, I've actually been using it with my clients. And it's easier for them to press a button rather than to like actually talk to their parents about, Oh yeah, I'm I'm feeling suicidal today or I'm feeling down today. Um, so I really like that part about the, um, app and that's how I got it. I wanted it to be connected to my job. Cause I was like, well, we do safety planning for our children with depression and this could be included in the safety planning. So yeah, I like that aspect. And yeah, and yeah, that's the, like we had no idea of that, right? We had no idea how, to communicate with with like your clients or people who are really battling or dealing with like but it's depression or mental health issues <clears throat> and and I, I can speak for myself and i'm sure evans you know we go through things as well but i had no way to communicate with that evans way of communicating with that is an effective way right is picking up the phone and reaching out to people right but for someone like myself <clears throat> it was it's going to take me time for me to just reach out to you Neil, or whoever right? right daily or weekly so Working with people like yourself and all the other experts in the room allowed us to be able to figure out a simple and effective way, um, at least as a starting point for us, 
to check in on those people, your contacts and your loved ones. And again, that's the burden that we try to remove, the friction we try to remove. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you think about your question prior to this, this was, you know, kind of like people sharing their moves, like absolutely, like still in the app, right? You will see my friends and my contacts who stay on green. And they would text me and say, man, I'm not having a good day. Now, I understand that the app is new, right, where you don't have to essentially go in there and report your status. But I see that it's a starting point that they actually text me telling me, like, hey, I'm not having a good day today. Or actually, today is a great day. So I'm like, okay, this tool is helpful. And they're using me as a sounding board Mm -hmm. where they can actually share, you know, how they feel. So it's been fascinating. Right. And I, I was watching one of your previous interviews, and I remember Evan saying something about, like, you know, in the pandemic, everybody had a lot going on mentally. So it's not that we don't care about the people or we're not thinking about them, but we have so much going on ourselves that we don't have that time to actually check in. So I think that's a good way to, to check in because I, I feel guilty myself. Like some people I haven't talked to like the whole pandemic or, you know, in months because I had to deal with what I'm dealing with. So I think that aspect is pretty cool too. Um, well, the guy recently who said he hasn't seen his mother since, October of 2019 and he said you know he blames it on a pandemic but she lives not even 100 miles away and to me that's fascinating right but you know you don't know what she's dealing with you know what she's battling or dealing with health-wise right Mm -hmm. that's causing but it's like not to see your mom you know for almost two years it's like that's a lot you know that's that's you say it's taking a toll on them yeah definitely um would you say you guys struggled with anything like during the pandemic, like mentally? Well, the interesting thing is that, uh, you know, during the pandemic, like, uh, you know, thankfully, uh, you know, my media family, we didn't have, you know, uh, any direct loss, but, you know, I lost a lot of people that I knew. And as you know, there were people I, I worked with that, um, that was there at the beginning of the year. And at the end of the year, they were no longer there. And, you know, so that was really tough. Yeah. And one thing I noticed and I, and I talked about it in a previous show is that the pandemic was just, you know, was one thing. But for African-Americans, there were layers. There was, you know, George Floyd. And right. Just all this, you know, civil civil unrest. So it was just and for me, I had another layer because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Nigerian and. There was a time during the pandemic where there was a big shooting of demonstrators on the Lakey Bridge and everyone was hashtagging, you know, for Nigeria and, and SARS campaign. Right. And I didn't even know how it hit me until one time a, a friend of mine just called me and said, yo, you know, Evans, you good? And she she called because of the Nigerian, you know, issue that she saw in the, on the media. And I pulled over and I, I didn't, and, and I just started crying. It was like the weirdest thing. I didn't, right. I guess I didn't, you know, I didn't know how much all these things were just kind of impacting me until she kind of called and, I, and it burst that, that bubble. So, right. um, you know, during the pandemic, you know, I felt that way. And I know a lot of people felt that way, which is one of the things actually called, you know, got, um, us to partner. Now we partnered with two, Nigerian-based NGOs that deal with mental health, African Mental Health Matters, and um, anti-suicide and depression Assad organization. And, uh, you know, we're doing a lot of work because uh, in addition to Ali and I, we have two other co-founders, Johnson and Ezekiel, that are Nigerian. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so we're really excited about the opportunity for the the momentum of this app 
to reach people of color all over the world. Ali, did you have anything to add about how the pandemic affected you mentally? Uh, well, yeah, uh, you know, just dealing with, you know, the limited time that I had, you know, was spending with my daughter, right? Mm. Um, you know, that to me took the biggest toll on me. Um, you know, thankfully work has been great. Um, health has been great. I moved into a new home. So, you know, everything's been on the up and up, but truly it was hard for me to say, you know, that's why I kind of stuttered, I'm sorry, stutter, you know, early on, you know, answering the question, but, um, yeah, just, you know, just, you know, not being able to spend as much time as I normally do with my daughter throughout the pandemic has been the toughest part. Um, we've developed a very, you know, a uh, very great, you know, virtual relationship. And then I, you know, I find myself every two weeks is going up to, you know, to New York, but it's tough. You know, she starts school uh, brick and mortar back tomorrow. I'm super excited for her that she can go back to school and interact with people. But you know, I just empathize with a lot of the kids, you know, Evans has a daughter who I've met <clears throat> and, you know, these kids are like, they're very vibrant. They're bright. They're excited. They're happy. And to shut down for a year, yeah. Um, with limited resources besides their tablet or their device, you know, it's been hard. So me not being able to spend that intimacy with her where we're going out or we're traveling and we're at events and, you know, it, it's it, it, it's tough, you know, because prior to the pandemic, we were cooking every week. We were cooking, you know, we were learning new recipes and I was learning a lot from her, you know. So um, that was, to me, the biggest toll that, that, that you know, that, uh, you know that, that the pandemic has taken on me. Yeah, that's that's tough. That's tough. Um, would you say that this app has kind of like helped you with your mental health? Like it, it's al- it almost sounds like you're a little more open now that yeah. you've been working on this app and like your your attitude towards mental health has kind of shifted. Yeah, I, I think I've taken on this responsibility, like I mentioned earlier, where, you know, my friends are reaching out to me, whether it's in the app or just you know, via text message or phone call. Because they think I have this knowledge base where I'm like a therapist now, right? I know all this all this information about mental health. I'm like, man, I, yeah, I'm like, you know, uh, you know, these calls that we're on, we're on with these really bright medical, you know, professionals, and I spend a majority of the time just listening because I'm taking it all in. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, I would say definitely, I'm very open now to just sharing, you know, uh, my mood um, with even Evans, like you know, when when. When um, I speak with Evans, you know, daily, I'm like, how are you feeling? And Evans would say, you know, I'm all right, good, you know. And so, like, I would say the same thing. I'm always optimistic. I'm like, I'm great, you know. <laughs> but, but but at the same time, it's like, you know, we're, we're just open to sharing. And then, you know, when, when he and I are talking, you know, I'm like, you know, we're, we're, we're always evaluating how we can be better. And that's right. one thing that's, about, that's um, about, you know, about the team. We're always evaluating how we can be better. Again, Prior to us going live, right, we were mm-hmm. talking about like how you know I wasn't in a good state, so right, um, you know, so it's just you know I think it, it, you know the responsibility is great because you know I get to share how I feel, and then people are opening up and sharing how they feel, and, and I heard a really interesting story earlier with um, someone I sat down and had coffee with, and um, she shared everything with me about like you know um, her relationship, her prior relationships, her childhood. And I sat there for about 30 minutes just listening. I was taking it all in. And, and so just being able to hear that, whereas before, I really don't want to hear your problems. But again, that's that really sort of selfish part of me where I'm just like, ah, I don't want to hear about this stuff. But 
now kind of learning about all these, you know, sort of like these these trauma or these triggers for people. Right. Yeah. All these different states. It's, it's fascinating. It's, it's crazy. What about you, Evans? Or you feel like you was always the mental health guy? <laughs> <laughs> I was not always the mental health guy, but I would say, and I have said before, I feel like this app is an extension of me because anyone that knows me that, and you know, will tell you, that if I care about you and I don't hear from you for a while, I'm checking in. And, mm-hmm. and, and part of that is like a, is a, a concept that I've, I've always had that, you know, relationships are these emotional banks where, it, you know, you have to make deposits. So when the people come to this bank and they want to make a withdrawal and they've never made a deposit, that's when, you know, the relationships are strained. So one thing that the app does, it provides a, like a, a, a a simple, non-intrusive way to make deposits. Like right. you open yeah. up, I'll see Nia. Oh, I haven't spoken to Nia in like a year. Double tap, like I'm liking an Instagram picture, right. and boom, Nia gets a message. El Evans is checking in on you. You know, you good? Mm-hmm. And wow, and then Nia feels like whoa, like uh, you know, Evans is thinking about me now. Mm-hmm. Next time, you know. Evans, you know, asking Nia to borrow a dollar, you know, right, Nia, yeah. Nia doesn't feel no, no type of way. Like, right. Okay. <laughs> he checked yeah. in on me the other day, you know, so, you know, you got to I forgot to ask the most important question, and that's how does the app work? We didn't even go through that yet. So whoever wants to explain how the app works and how to download it and everything. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I forgot that whole question. Like, <laughs> that's the, the most important part. The app is very simple. When you open it, <laughs> I was just, yeah, I'm laughing because you know Ali's had a rough night, and and normally because he's a tech guy, he would answer all these questions. But you know, uh, but, but uh, he's answered it enough for me to kind of like t- you know, take that role. But you open up the app. The app checks in on you. will say, hey, Nia, you good? Now you got like three options. You know, your red, yellow, and green. Green, you're good. You know, as we say in the hood, you're Gucci. You know, they got the yellow. <laughs> you're kind of like, you know, you're a little off, but you're not bad or you're not good. But then the most like interesting part of the app is really like the red button. Once you hit red, you got two options. This is really on launch. You know, it'll give you an option for a warm line. I know in... Um, in California, you guys have like what they call like the teen lines, and it's the same right. concept. Yeah, we yeah. have the um, volunteers that can talk people through things. And if things are mo- that dire, you also have the option for the national suicide line. And of and of course, if you know, you know if it's not that serious and you just feel bad, you just you know you hit continue and you go right into the app. And when you go into the app, you have your list of contacts. But those contacts that you see are people who have already downloaded the app and they yes. have you in your in the contact base because you know we wanted to create an ecosystem of support right. that was private meaning your own contacts this is not Instagram or Facebook we're not inviting the world into your problems right. we're allowing those that are in your contacts to be that support in order to you know deal with whatever you know you're going through and and for one thing that's some um, people in the mental health space have found very useful is our group function. Like you can, yeah. I, I'm I'm a five beta sigma. I can do a group. You know, my my frat brothers. You know, like right. you do your 
your book club or, you know, your, your, you know, your lacrosse team. And when you put all those contacts in these groups, you could, again, double tap, like liking a picture on Instagram and they get all these individual check-ins. They don't know they're in groups, but right. they'll know that you checked in on them. Right. And again, right. you do those emotional deposits that we believe foster great relationships. Mm. Well said. <laughs> this is a great explanation. <laughs> My my last question is, do you guys have any plans to expand the app? Like what, what are some things you guys want to do with the app in the future? If you could tell me, I don't know if it's top secret. No, it's it's a good question because honestly, we really don't know because we didn't try to do this as a business. This is, was just an an idea that about helping people that came from that, you know, our, our, our relationship, our friendship that we put out there, and it's just getting a life of, of its own. So, you know, it's not a company. It's just it's something that we, you know, we, people have found useful. So to be quite honest, you know, we really don't know. I think we're, we're, we're very, we were very goal-driven with this project, right? Mm-hmm. We had time constraints. We had, we wanted to launch around uh, the inauguration, right? Mm-hmm. Um um, and not predicting who would win, but just around that timing of the inauguration. Right. Um, you know, we had our job obligations, family obligations, right. and then to our advantage, we also had the extended holiday, which was the Christmas break and New Year's. Mm-hmm. So we had all these different variables, you know, in our way, and we knew that once the New Year kicked back off, like we were not going to have as much time and resources to pour into the app. Right. So. The month prior, all the knowledge that's being transferred to us from everyone we're working closely with, all the data that we're cleaning. Once we had that, we just went through that, you know, that one week design process, I mean, design sprint. And that's why we were able to build the product and just iterate from there. So our goal was just to launch around Martin Luther King Day, right? Mm -hmm. Share our story, um, you know, and, and, and see that, and, 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 you know, try to make sure that the app can become useful to people. That was our goal. And being able to execute that with all these constraints and variables, like to us, that's always been something that we really like pat ourselves in the back on because the execution was so important. And it's really, that's truly what you're based on. And that was our biggest goal, just getting the product out there, you know, we're spending a lot of time now trying to figure out how to prove the app, right? Because we're listening to people like yourself and even, you know, the organizations that we've been in touch with in the universities and our customers and the support tickets, mm-hmm. which continuously trying to approve the app, but it's all about finding the time and resources to do that. So the one thing we're making sure we're doing is that like our servers up and running, right? So people can actually use the app. That's at, you know, that's at minimum, but, you know, making tweaks on the front end and on the back end is something that we're, we're constantly trying to do and just find our resources to, to invest in, you know, and to improve the product. Okay. Okay. Well, if y'all need some ideas on how to expand, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I, I might be able to, to offer something, but no, I'm just kidding. Um, You've been a great resource. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You've been a phenomenal resource and, and, you know, give yourself a lot of credit, right? You mentioned on the top of the show and, and we can't be discreet about this at all. You know, you reached out to Evans, Evans replied, you guys had a conversation and you connected us with some people where, you know, 
I'm on. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm on the phone calls, and evidence and I have we we have recaps after these phone calls and these conversations with some of these organizations, and they're figuring out how to integrate the product and you know throughout the entire organization, mm-hmm. and just thinking about that, and that opened our eyes to nonprofits. Right, we were really focused on your contact, which were individuals. Right, we didn't look at organizations at whole. Right, right? if this tool can be useful to your clients, we didn't look mm-hmm. at that, and seeing that. That's the interesting segment for us um, has been a complete eye opener. So give yourself a lot of credit for just even looking at those opportunities and partnerships. And those all came from you. So, you know, I hope your listeners know that, like, you know, you're just not here as a host. You also have a partner, um, you know, and someone that, you know, uh, I sent you an email where I said, like, hey, I just want to say thank you for for all that you've done, you know, for you good. And so mm-hmm. it's going to give you that love and credit. Right, Mia, you're doing the work. You're not talking about it. You're actually doing the work. Yes, you know? yes. You're, you're, you're spreading yes. all the, you know, positive, you know, messages regarding mental health and especially mental health in our community. Like one right. thing, one right. thing that you good is is intentional about our community. That's why the name is you good. It's not. It's, it's not. Are you okay? You know. Right. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and even in your show, you know, you know what's you know what's good with you. That's right. how you know. We're we're intentional and uh, right. and 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 I love that. Yeah, I, I you know, I Nia, you sorry. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, like you know, you again, this pats itself in the back. You know, you you're able to see really interesting opportunities, and I think that's what creates value for for you. You know, that that that's what that's a, you know creates value for yourself, also people that you're working closely with and interviewing, and it's just you know something phenomenal. And again, the people that we've been in touch with. Everything that we spend a majority of our calls listening mm-hmm. and we're sharing who we are and what we're doing and our purpose. And we spend a majority of, you know, we just listen mm-hmm. and we hear all the story, all these stories. I'm taking notes the entire time. And then we're regrouping and we're figuring out if there's a need or how we can implement this or how we can do this and how we right. can do that, how we can better this. And this, it's, it's, it's just, it's great to see people like yourself really just trying to just, you know, change the narrative um, inspire one another and then also like just be mission driven. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what I love about this app is that it helps normalize mental health and therapy within the black community. And I just think that is so cool that the app was created by two black men. Like that was just awesome to me. And, um, when I was talking to Evans about, um, how he came up with the idea for the app, it just reminded me about why I started this podcast because, you know, a lot of people were struggling mentally in the pandemic. So when I, when I saw the name and then I saw the purpose behind it, like I was a hundred percent trying to support it and telling my friends about it, telling my boss about it at work. I was just like so passionate about it because that's my goal is to normalize therapy and, you know, take away that negative stigma from therapy and mental health so that everybody is, you know, checking on their mental health, just like they check in with their physical health. Um, So, yeah, I'm happy that I could help and be of assistance. Um, Did you guys want to say your your Instagram for the app or anything where they could download the app? I mean, you can find all those information at our website, www.theletterugood.app. And and from that website, you can, you know, you'll find our social handles. You'll be able to download the app both on iOS and Android. Um, You know, so we welcome, you know, we, you know, want people to to go to the app and and start connecting. And, you know, and, 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 and... 
one thing that we, we also want to share is that we need help, right? We need resources. And when I say resources, we want, you know, we want smart people like yourself to join us on this mission, right? To to be able to help inspire, create, you know, continue the conversation, right? You know, work on social media, content, marketing, like, you know, it's this is not a business. This is truly like a labor of love, a passion project, public service. And, you know, we would love to partner with we have a lot of people reaching out to us, but one thing we failed to mention is that we would love to take on, you know, uh, uh, colleagues or, you know, interns or just people who want to support us, you know, throughout this journey. And so that's something I definitely wanted to share. Okay. Well, I'm down. If y'all need my help, <laughs> I'm down. But um, yeah, thank you guys. Good. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. And I'm just, I can't wait to put this out. I'm going to put this out later on this week. So I'll let you guys know and I'll send it over to you. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, follow us on Instagram, double underscore what's good with you. Subscribe to us on YouTube. And we are available on all streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. And that's all. What's good with you?